0: If I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well I'd buy you a house
1: I would buy you a house
0: Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I so appreciate you listening to the show on this fine pre-Thanksgiving Saturday. During this segment, what does the federal government raising interest rates have to do with mortgage rates? We're going to have a detailed discussion on that. And what's going to happen with mortgage rates in 2023? We're going to discuss that. And if you want to buy something today but you don't want to pay the interest rate that the lender is asking, what other options do you have, believe it or not? You have many. Don't forget, we want to connect. You can go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. Uh, get most of my pushback on YouTube. I'm not sure why that happens, but I get a lot of people challenging the things I say on the radio shows when they watch the YouTube videos. I find it very interesting. And in many cases, I learn something from the person who is pushing back. You can share your ideas with us. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our Neighborhood Spotlight, which is in the fourth segment, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love you to be a podcast subscriber. Those who are regulars listening to the show – Know the voice of John Birchfield. He is a very familiar expert advisor on our show. Welcome, Mr. Birchfield. Hey, Cleve. Thanks for having me. As you heard, if you're listening during the first segment of the show, I recognize that John Birchfield is with Capital City Home Loans. I did not mention, however, that all of the loans I've gotten for investment properties or any other kind of purchase over the last four or five years, I've gotten every one of them from John. And as John will tell you, I am not an easy customer to deal with because I don't <laughs> like anything that takes too much time or that doesn't make sense to me. And I know John and I are friends, but the reality is he's got a heart of a teacher and he wants to help and he wants wants to move things forward, and he's had, to, had every once in a while to say, hey, hold on, Cleve, that's not that big of a deal. Let's talk about that for a minute. In some <laughs> cases, he's like, you know what, That you're, you're you're right in the way you're looking at it, yeah. and we need to work on that. So I enjoy uh, working with John. 678-226-7887 is the number. One more time, 678-226-7887. Okay, last week or the week before, I don't remember when, uh, Federal Reserve – had a three quarters seventy five basis points increase yep. in the federal Again. funds rate, and so my question is: After that happened, now that's like the fourth time in a row. I, I think one of them was not third time in a row that it was seventy five basis. points. And then one time it was it was fifty basis yeah. points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So third time in a row seventy five basis points. What happened to mortgage rates after the federal government raised interest rates? You know that's a that's a great question. Uh, interestingly enough,
1: this is the one rate increase that the market kind of digested and said, maybe this is the beginning of the end in terms of the Fed having to take big, big swings at tackling inflation. So the response was that we saw a lot of mortgage-backed securities and and treasury yields start to improve, actually drove rates down pretty significantly for mortgages. Um, We're actually... Touching right uh, where we were or as low as we've been since mid-July. So you have to be so, careful quoting. Improvement.
0: You have to be careful quoting rates on the on the radio or anywhere because you're a mortgage licensee, so you're you're regulated okay. by the government. I'm not. And so yep. I'm not gonna quote rates, but I saw that the rate decreased in one day, something like 66 zero basis points, which means 0.6%. Now yep. I'm not saying all of that was passed along to the borrower in terms of savings, but the majority of it was, not it happened in one day. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that we don't have on our list to talk about, John, that you probably are already aware of is as the Federal Reserve raised interest rates, we also had some inflation data come out mm-hmm. all yeah. at the same time. And that inflation data still showed that we have a high rate of inflation. It just wasn't as high as it was in the previous report. Do you think that had something? It's not going up as much as it had been going up. It's actually the the rate of inflation decreased just slightly, but I don't remember what the number was. It was almost like a little gnat's hair difference in what it was to now. But what's interesting is those mortgage rates are set by sentiment in many cases. They're Mm -hmm. set by what investors around the world think about what's happening. And when they get some data that says, hey, inflation might be waning just a bit. They look at that as a sign of strength, and things yeah. that create instability. It's, when you have instability in the world, interest rates normally go down. When you have stability in the world, interest rates will typically go up. And so, the reality is uh, that the the mortgage, the people buying mortgage backed securities, actually priced in that difference. Isn't that amazing? We're back to where we were in it July. Is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, that's a big help. When we think about buying power for the average homeowner or, uh, you know, <clears throat> dollar savings in that, it's significant. I mean, uh, well, like you mentioned, uh, close to a three quarter point drop in interest rate. Is, uh, is hundreds of dollars of savings in the average mortgage loan.
0: I love that. And I just thought now, uh, John, I don't know if all the listeners are praying people. I know you are. I'm just thinking we all ought to pray for lower mortgage rates. I don't know that it'll make any difference, but every night when we go to bed, dear Lord, please give yeah. us lower interest rates in 2023. Now that we've gotten onto that subject, give me your thoughts about mortgage rates in the year 2023. Oh, I wish I knew for sure. Well, you don't have a crystal ball. No crystal ball, but
1: I I can say just over my 20 plus years of experience of doing this anytime we see as drastic of a change one way or the other. as we have experienced this year, you almost certainly see a reversal that is almost just
0: as dramatic. Okay, um, Okay. now wait and, a minute. Wait a minute. So are you saying that when we see interest rates shoot up as fast as they shot up earlier this year, that it's yeah. not uncommon, and it's it's it, based on what you've seen in the past, experience in the past, for them to turn around? And maybe they don't go all the way back down, but they do a, right. a, a quick jump down just like they did a quick right. jump up.
1: That's exactly right. As wow. soon as the market, you know, we as soon as the Federal Reserve tackles the inflation problem yep. and we do see month after month, all the data tends to support that inflation is coming back down, yep. which we're already starting to see those early signs like we mentioned,
0: Yep. then,
1: then mortgage rates are going to moderate and come back down more to what we're accustomed seeing, uh, you know, in the mid fives or so. Um, maybe be just the, the low sixes, but um, I would be surprised if we even saw high fours. Because remember that with what the Federal Reserve is doing is they're cooling the economy, mm-hmm. right? They've got to slam the brakes on the overall global economy. And in doing so, um, mortgage-backed securities and treasuries become a safe haven for money. Mm-hmm. People invest money in those because businesses aren't making the money that they used to make. And that will drive interest rates down.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, one of the things that I thought was interesting, and we haven't talked about this, is as the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, you do have interest rates on savings accounts and CDs and, and things like that going up. I saw... Recently, I want to say you have to agree to lock up the money for like three years, but it was like 4.5% interest or 3.5% interest on a CD. I had Mm -hmm. a CD that I had to lock up for uh, 12 months or whatever it was. In the last round, the interest rate was one-half of a percent, 0.5%. And I was glad Uh to have that 0.5%. So there are some upsides to, especially people who are on fixed incomes retirement, to being able to get a little higher interest rate. Okay, sure. so I call my lender. My lender says, Cleve, it's going to cost you 6.375% to lock in on a mortgage rate today. I'm not saying that is the rate. I'm just saying the lender says that to me. I don't want to pay any more than 4.5 or 4.75 or something like that. What options do I have? How can I work around the system? Yeah, there's basically three really popular options
1: that we're selling in today's market. Um, The the most popular is to move away from 30-year fixed and into uh, a hybrid arm. We've talked about this on the show before where the interest rate might be fixed for seven or 10 years, but that would afford you a point and a half lower than a traditional fixed rate mortgage. Again, you're talking about saving 400 dollars a month in interest on the average loan mm-hmm. that we do, so significant savings. Uh, another option, if just the adjustable rates just maybe you know can't quite tolerate the risk that might go along with that, uh, is to just pay extra funds at closing to buy down the interest rate. These are called discount points. Mm-hmm. You can basically almost think of it as prepaying your interest by paying a higher closing cost, drive that interest rate down to where you need it to be for that monthly payment fee,
0: more palatable do you think john the last couple of, of uh, examples you've run of discount points one two or three discount point did it seem like a worthwhile investment of money meaning could you get your money back in three or four or five years did you do bet. Okay. especially
1: with the first discount point maybe the first one and a half discount points a <clears throat> mm-hmm. lot of bang for your buck in the current climate for paying some discount points so we're we're trying to retrain the consumer to say hey discount points are worth it that's Something we haven't talked about in a decade. No, I mean,
0: absolutely not. So let's roll back here for just a second. ARM mortgages. Your advice yeah. is consider an arm mortgage. Now if you let's just take the ten year, what is mm-hmm. that called? A ten one arm? 10, and so 10, it's, yeah. it's fixed for ten years and then mm-hmm. it can uh fluctuate up and down with uh some type mm-hmm. of uh, interest rate um Out there. And so, if you're going to stay there longer than 10 years and that makes you nervous, then maybe you need to consider someone else. The last two properties I bought, both investment properties, both had 10 1 arms on them, and I paid a point and a half lower than I would have. So, let's go back to the example. I'm 6.375. You're saying I could save about a point and a half, which means I'm at like 4.875. So, I'm in the high fours. For that, in this particular case, for me, it was an investment property, which normally has a little bit of an interest rate premium as well. So there's some real good options for people to be able to save money. John, mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to talk to you about ways to save money and understand what payments would be and thing how what things would cost, would you have a conversation with them without any All obligation? With yeah. okay, good. And so that's six, exactly we love doing that. In six, seven, eight. Two two six seven eight eight seven is the number for them to call. Right, six seven eight two two six seven eight eight seven. John, it is the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Give mm. me a Birchfield Thanksgiving family tradition that you're willing to share with the uh, listening public.
1: You know, I don't have a lot of
0: Thanksgiving traditions. Okay. We
1: tend to have family in a lot of different locations, so Thanksgiving's not a big one. Um, mm. well, but now, uh, hold but on, I love the hold football.
0: on, hold on. I have seen some smoking going on. In John Birchfield's that's house Christmas. around Thanksgiving. Oh, that's Christmas, not Thanksgiving. Christmas. Oh, okay, okay. I thought Christmas, you were going to talk about smoking. Oh, that's true. I remember that that's I was wanting, rip. secretly wanting to be invited to your home for Christmas. Hey, we've got to take a quick break, John. Thank you for joining us. We'll have you back in the next few weeks. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Atlanta's most expensive zip codes. How much money do you have to make in order to live there? And then taking the fear out of saving money for a home. we got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back then it's festival of thanks and givingness. It's
1: Thanksgiving. You killed the bird? I had to put it out of its misery. <laughs> All right, break me off a leg there. <laughs>